Hi, guys. Welcome to episode 14 of the On The Rise podcast. I'm Alicia, and I'm here with my co-host, Molly. Today, we are going to be talking about mentorship, and our conversation is going to be focused on two posts in our publication. The first one is one that's going to be published today called Five Ways to Be a Great Mentee for Your Mentor, and that's by Danny Forrest. And the second piece is by Molly. It's his infamous piece called The Best Piece of Advice I've Ever Got. So Molly, how do you feel about today's topic of discussion on mentorship? Yeah, that's, it's a nice one. I think I can tell a lot about it, right? Yeah, definitely. I've never personally had a an official mentor. Um, I feel like I've had a couple people in my life that I've been able to pick up good advice from. But in terms of having someone that actually selected out or picked out, I haven't really had that. But you have. Like, how many, how many mentors have you had in your life? I think I, all my life I had some kind of mentor figure. It's uh, strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, even from when I was like young, I was I had a, an organ teacher. Um, yeah, always, always had. I was looking for someone who could teach me something. Maybe even this is probably the the first time in my life that I really don't have a mentor because my trading advisor is kind of um, took a little bit of a distance. So I mean, maybe this is the first time in my life that I'm trying to be my own mentor. Wow. Yeah, you were just saying earlier today that you want to be the wisest person that you know, right? Yeah, I want to be my own mentor. I, I want to fo- be my own uh, f- source of wisdom. Uh, yeah. I think if we can go, get to that stage, that's probably one of the, the end points for all of us to be our own beacon of, of wisdom. That's awesome. And so you were saying that throughout your life, you've always looked for someone to be t- uh, like a mentor toward you. Now, when you were doing organ lessons, what did you look for? What did your organ teacher teach you? Yeah, um, I mean, back then, yeah, back then it wasn't really a search, right? You, you, you played mm-hmm. and you had your teacher and you went, had to go every week to your teacher. So it's kind of a forced relationship. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, he teach me. He taught me some very important things like discipline, um, work, workmanship, or work crafts, um, mm-hmm. things like that. So uh, yeah, it started all there. Probably discipline. Yeah. And have you ever thought about mentorship from the side of being a mentee? Because I've never really looked at it that way. That's what Danny's article is focused on: five ways to be a great mentee. Yeah, I mean. I never thought about that in the beginning either. I always mm-hmm. thought like, oh, that guy is interesting or that guy can teach me something. I'm going to try to, to, to get him, to catch him as a mentor. But mm-hmm. um, now I realize that along the way, that was what I was trying to do. And that's how I um, attracted my trading advisor too. I never thought he could, I could attract him, but I just improved my trading up to the point that he saw something in me. Yeah. And can you share the story again about how you met your trading advisor? Yeah. So um, I met him. I can't go into specific details, but I met him on an unrelated note, right? So I was Mm -hmm. doing poker. I was doing my uh, poker routine, gambling, some people would say. And uh, that's how I kind of met him or how he first connected but yeah. he was not really buying that thing, of course. He, he thought I was a gambler and stuff like that. So anyway, um, a 
couple of years later, I started trading. And at first, of course, I was just, you know, doing, yeah, I just wasn't doing that great. But, um, and, and I think he didn't want to have to do anything with me back then. But mm-hmm. then I just improved on my trading. And there was a moment that we, in some kind of coincidental way, reconnected. And he was like, you know what, now I can start, now I can teach you something. Now I think you have, have a basis for that. So um, awesome. it was never my, uh, yeah, it was never my goal to, to have a mentor like that because I never thought that was possible, but I just right. improved my own. I mean, just, it just focused on being the best trader I could be. And along the way, um, he stepped in. So, yeah. And that's kind of what Danny says too. He included that, that quote from Buddha, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So that's kind of what happened in your case. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, there's, a. Um, there's a guy, uh, he's called, uh, I don't know his name now, but he, he says like, you know, if you, if you ever find a teacher, a very good teacher, you should follow him and teach whatever he has to teach you. It doesn't even matter what the subject is because a great teacher is, is, uh, an immense benefit. And that's, I mean, mastery of anything is mastery of everything. Like, right. I really, I really believe that because like I mastered the organ when I was 18 and that mm-hmm. mastery will or uh, guided me forward throughout my whole life because I knew I could master something and I knew how to deconstruct, deconstruct that and, and pick up another skill. So when, yeah. Yeah. whenever you find a great mentor, it doesn't even matter what he teaches you, even if you think, you think it's something you don't know anything about it, you'll just should cling, hang on to him and, and learn from him because whatever he teaches is something you can uh, transport across several domains. Right. Cause it's probably a kind of a rare thing to come across someone with that level of knowledge or wisdom in life. So you yeah. should definitely um, hang on to that. And like, for me, like I've always been like the kind of person where I don't need someone to hold my hand. I just need someone with the information to kind of point me in the right direction. And then I'll take, you know, whatever I can learn from them. Yeah, so I think that's, yeah. The best mentors will never hold your hands. I mean, my yeah. trading advisor never, never, never sh- tells me, really tells me what to do. Uh, most of the time he only tells me what not to do and he would never um, do something for me or, or say, you know, that's a trade you have to do. Um, you have to figure it out your own way, but they help you right. nudge you and they, they, they tell you what's important and what's not important. So, um, right. Well, that'd be too much work for them if they had to hold your hand. And like, I'm sure he wouldn't want to work with you in the first place if that was the kind of person that you were. Yeah, but it's the same thing we talked about uh, in um, was that CM's piece about the uh, cocoon and the butterfly, right? If you yeah, if you to the butterfly and help the cocoon to uh, help the butterfly too much and and get to the cocoon, the cocoon mm-hmm. the butterfly is not gone. You know, what I mean, that's part of the process is doing it yourself too. If you if yeah. you meant to do everything for you, that's not. I mean. That's, that's the mistake that a lot of people make. They're like, yeah, I want a great mentor because he is going to open a lot of doors. And <laughs> true, but you still have to impress the people yourself. They're not, their mentor is not going to phone up people and say, yeah, I have a, this great kid here. I mean, that's, that's besides the point. Yeah, you know, we were kind of having a conversation earlier today about what we think people need to get motivated. And I was saying a lot of people just seem like they need someone to like push them or like kind of force them to step along the way, but that's not necessarily the best way. Like people have to be self-motivated to do these things. Yeah. So I mean, 
it, it, there has to be a core inside them that really wants to do it. Otherwise, you'll, <laughs> you'll never you'll never achieve anything. That's the harsh truth, but the harsh truth, but it is. Um, it, it, it all starts with you. It, that's uh, something he says in that article too. If you're right. if you're not motivated, nothing will ever come to come to anything. That's that's how it is. Yeah. And so Danny has these these steps in here, five steps that will make someone be a better mentee. What do you think about the first one? It says, listen, be open-minded. Do you think that's something that you've always been like at the beginning when you met your trading advisor? Is that how you were? No, I was very close-minded. I mean, really? uh, but I was that in, in everything a little bit. That's That was part of the journey too. I, I had to open my mind to a lot of possibilities because... I've written about that before too. I was like the typical engineers, engineering student who was mm-hmm. taught his doctrine and his rules and his rule set. And you know what? Couldn't see beyond that. So I really, I really had to open up. So it took you some time. Like how much time did it take you to be open to what he was telling you? I'm going to say, yeah, six months, something like that. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not that bad. And like, how often would you meet with your mentor? Uh, now I'm about every quarter. Oh, okay. Were, yeah, there were times when we would meet every two weeks, but that's the thing about a mentor too. Uh, a mentor mm-hmm. is most of the time someone who is successful, who has his own life and who's not right. going to be there every second of the day. If if your mentor is there every second of the day, please rethink things because then you probably have uh, some strange mentor. So <laughs> his yeah. time is, is, is extremely valuable so i mean i would i was honored if he gave me like 30 minutes that was that was a lot so wow. um, that's a great on yeah that's that's how it is in life right the, the successful people are busy so uh, don't waste their time right yeah and that's what danny was saying too like their time is valuable so if you you have some of that time you better make sure to take notes and to like respect the time that you have with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's, 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 I mean, all those things that people, that Danny said here, those five tips are five tips to attract good mentor, but there are also five tips to be a good human being, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, you listen and be open-minded or, you know, put in effort. <laughs> that's always good advice. That, that's mm-hmm. what I love about it. Right. And it's like the second one, apply their suggestion. So I know we kind of talked about this a little bit the other day. Like sometimes you said that you tried something different or maybe you're talking about your mentees. So with your trading advisor, did you always do what he suggested or have you tried different things? Yeah, and most of the time I tried what he suggested, but otherwise other times I couldn't believe that what he suggested was right because Mm -hmm. it comes from another era and always kept in my mind like yeah but uh the crypto markets don't work that way it's much faster it's much you know what i mean but yeah. in the end he was always right <laughs> so that's yeah. the thing he he, he just uh, an amazing trader so he even the uh, subject he didn't know that much about he could still say yeah but this is a short squeeze or this is a a, a whale uh, accumulating or stuff like that even yeah. when i thought like how could he know things like that but it was like universal trading. 
That's awesome. And it wasn't in the best piece of advice post that you wrote, but another post you said that you had met with your trading advisor and he had caught something you did in your portfolio and asked you what you were doing. Yeah. Do you remember yeah, that yeah. story? What happened yeah. there? Yeah, it was it was the, the the opposite thing, I think. Uh he was um it was an amazing opportunity and I was like I was in the beginning of writing my thing, but I was starting to get noticed and get read and I started to play the notification game and commenting game and I was I was probably spending five hours a day on medium. So I was writing one hour a day but all the rest of was doing like the comments and <laughs> and stuff like that. And around that time, there was a, a no-brainer, like you say, in the business, right? Something that is really, really, really huge. And he, yeah. he of course, spotted that. And uh, he noticed that I didn't talk about it in my trading journals. That I didn't talk about it in in his in the meetings with him. So he was like, what are you doing? How did, could you not see that? And he, yeah, I mean, he sent me straight because I was distracted. So that was a good thing he did. And I missed, I missed that spot. I missed that entry. But uh, I mean, in the long term, I'm going to be better for it because now I know that uh, I can't be too excited about. I mean, that was the thing I was distracted because I was mm-hmm. telling him, yeah, but I'm, I'm writing, I'm doing the writing thing. But he was like, honestly, are you really doing that or are you just uh, playing another game? So, yeah, right. that's sometimes important. And does he read your pieces ever? Uh, in the beginning, but no, I don't think, I mean, I, l- like I said, I don't see and or hear him that much anymore. Um, right. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, probably. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, yeah. he's, not, he's not going to, to admit that probably. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, the number four here, I skipped one of them, but number four says be grateful for their advice. So, I mean, obviously you have to be, you're, yeah. I'm sure you're pretty grateful for everything that he's done in yeah, your life. But- as I said before, those five tips are just great advice for everyone, not only for seeking mentor. Like being grateful yeah. is always a good idea. And of course, I'm, that's I wrote about that too. Um, like whatever he gave me, I could never give it back to him. That's a mm-hmm. debt I own that I never can, can give back. So the only way to to pay that debt is just seeking other mentees and give, being a mentor for them. That's the only way paid forward. That's the only way how you can do it. Right. And that's kind of what you started to do, right? How many mentees have you had yourself? A couple of, I think three or four, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, them, yeah. yeah. Only one of them is, is starting to get at my level. I mean, this sounds arrogant, but um, <laughs> only one of them is, is really doing, doing great. The other two, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll have, we'll have to see about that. Yeah. And where did you find these people or how do they find you? They, they just, I mean, the same way uh, my, I, I found my mentor and my mentor found me. It's like the universe puts you in touch. Like yeah. that's the, the, the thing that's in the top of that piece. Like whenever the student is ready, uh, the teacher will appear. It's the same thing, right? Uh, whenever, okay. I mean, for instance, you could become my, my mentee, my trading mentee. Um, <laughs> but you, I mean, I will see when you're ready and you will find out when you're ready. You know, I mean, it's the same thing. You can't force things like that. Uh, I see, for instance, when somebody is really interested in becoming a trader, there are several mm-hmm. subtle sides. And uh, most of the, there are a lot of people who approach me and are like, yeah, that, that sounds like great, a great thing you have there. But uh, most of them are just, just interested in the idea of, of making a, a lot of money. Right. And that's with most things in life. Most people are just interested in the idea of what sounds fun. 
but they're not interested in actually doing the work for it. Yeah, um, I th- I had uh, I had a conversation with Danny about this about this exact topic about how uh, how to be a good mentor for your mentees. And one of the things I said was sometimes for some people, um, the only good the only way you can be a good mentor for them is not being a mentor at all. Yeah, that's a good one. That some people need the re- rejection, and that makes them stronger. And makes them hard working hard because I don't like that too. Well, anyway, I mean, I was rejected a lot of the times, and every time I was rejected, I was like, "Ah, you don't think I'm good enough? Well, I'll show you." And I worked harder, and I did more, and you know what I mean. Sometimes That's I need true. to have rejections too. So, um, yeah. That's true. Have you ever been like in a position in life where you've tried to make people see something like before? You know, you gain some wisdom experience. Like I know I used to try to help people with things and they wouldn't want to hear me out or listen and they just continue to go on their path and ended up, you know, falling on their face. And then eventually I had to learn to stop doing that and just let them do what they're going to do. That's exactly right. The thing I do now is like, if someone is doing something that I think is a mistake, I'm not stopping them. I'm not forcing them to do anything. I just, you know, say calm and, and, you know, just say calmly what I think is going to happen, write it down even, or just, you know, put it out there. And then uh, most of the time, if, if it's really a mistake, they come back and say, like, yeah, you were right. I mean, that's the only thing you can do. You can't really say like, yeah, because some, some people have to make the mistakes. That's the thing too. Um, yeah. in trade, for instance, we say every good trader or every, yeah, every good trader, every one of them has, has, has had his uh, great bust. So all good traders have been broke at least once. Yeah. And that's something you can't avoid. I mean, I see that with everyone. There are always people say, yeah, but it's not going to happen to me. And um, you know what happens. I mean, it's not going to lo- you're not going to lose everything, but you're ho- going to have a great, great loss that you, that's more than you thought you could handle. And that's how you grow. So, I mean, those are things you have to go. Those are rites of passage in a way. Right. Yeah. So what would you say is the three top things you learned from your treating advisor? Um, whew, um, the, the abundance thing. That's, that's something you wouldn't expect him to teach me, but he taught me to be abundance, to, be, to have a yes. mindset of abundance. So that's important. Uh, that's one. To um, never be satisfied with being mediocre. Mm-hmm. Because I was easily satisfied. And three is just... Uh, good person i mean it still sounds strange but that that's you have to be a good person to be a good trader oh those are good so be abundant never be satisfied and be a good person yeah and i think in my writing i i'm always hammering those points home because they mean so much to me all three of them yeah that's awesome that's awesome advice so did you have any closing thoughts about being a mentee or having a mentor? Um, yeah, don't. Um, if you're if you're a mentee or if you don't have a mentor, don't don't sweat it. Just do your thing, improve yourself, focus on yourself, and, and um, the great mentor will come along. Don't go crazy looking for one. That would be my advice. I agree. Well, that concludes this episode, guys. So if you enjoyed this, please give us some claps on Anchor and follow us. We will see you guys on tomorrow's episode. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.